turn you now to your regularly scheduled program. Welcome back to the West Coast Boys to episode eight. Seven. <laughs> Seven. You just said that. Yeah. That's and I right. missed. Uh, I've been naming the episodes wrong. You had, uh, yeah, when you send me the files, they're always <laughs> one ahead, and I'm like, I'll just change that. <laughs> but it's fine because we're here and we're still. Well, at least cooking. one of us is on track. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. we, we try to, we do the best we can. <laughs> well, today we're talking about movies. Yes. It's all about movies today. All about movies. Everyone loves a good movie, right? We love movies. If you don't like movies, you can you can stop listening right now. Yeah. And tune back next week. <laughs> Go watch some movies with your free time. Yeah. Don't listen to this. Go watch a movie. Yeah. Honestly. But we, so we actually, our year together as RAs, I feel like we watched a lot of movies, especially... I remember there was like a week in February, I believe, where we both had what could very well have been COVID. I mean, we were pretty sick, really bad flu-like mm-hmm. symptoms and stuff like that. And for that whole week, I mean, we'd pretty much go out, grab food, come back to the room, close the blinds and watch movies. <laughs> That's so true. That was fun. Yeah. I mean, we watched it was a, a great ton week. of good I would ones. highly recommend. Yeah. Everybody yeah. needs a week like that, I feel like, you know. Yeah. Just hibernate. Take a week off of work. Yeah. Hibernate with your best friend. Just watch movies. Just watch a, a ton Can't of movies. Can't get much better than that. Yeah. Yeah. We thought it would be fun to give you, if you know, if you're looking for the next movie to watch and you're here on this podcast thinking, man, oh man, I wish Josh and Tucker would tell me a great movie to watch. So we've broken it down into categories. So we, we will each give our recommendations, but so up first, like Tucker was saying, we have the top movie that we would each recommend. Then we have unexpectedly good movies that we saw that are maybe mm. underrated and we really loved. Stay um, tuned for that. Yeah. And then next we have the last movie that we cry to because that's important. Starts crying. <laughs> it's fine. I'm a man. <laughs> uh, anyways, so then we have our favorite animated movie and then favorite nostalgic movie and a bonus movie at the end that we'll discuss. So, so you have a ton of movies to watch yeah. if you listen to this podcast by the end of it. So if you're if you're a weenie and you don't watch movies, boom. Here you go. We'll give you a starter pack. That's, your, that's, right that's here, a right good now. way to put it. Yeah, this is your one-stop starter this, pack to, to getting into the, to becoming a cinephile. So there you go. I never heard that word. A cinephile. The lover of cinema, yeah. Is that you? Uh, I would, yeah, I would say. I mean, it's it's nice. what I do. So I do love it. Just admit it, Josh. <laughs> You're Accept right. It. I just need to embrace who I am. That's right. I identify Positive as a cinephile. Okay. No. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, sorry. That's, that's uh, anyways. Okay. So, yeah. Josh, what movie would you most recommend so my number one recommended movie if you are unable to watch any movie in your entire life and you're only able to see one Mm. i would recommend star wars if Mm. you know me you had to know it was coming i'm a huge star wars fan grew up on it i just the i mean a new hope got awarded so much and rightfully so when it came out and i just think I mean, I've written so many papers about this when I was in undergrad, uh, just like about Star Wars and how it changed cinema. Nerd. Shut up. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
Um, but it does such a good job of creating a world that is so immersive. And one one thing that I love about Star mm. Wars that I don't I have not seen really in any other movie is that every extra, every little thing, every prop has such importance to like the story and the world building of Star uh, Wars. You know, like every single yeah. extra in every shot has a name. They have a story. My favorite example is in Attack of the Clones when Obi-Wan goes to the club and, you know, they're looking for the bounty hunter and there's the one guy and he's like, hey, you want to buy some death sticks or whatever? And Obi-Wan is like, yeah. you want to go home and rethink your life? Well, there's a story for him. <laughs> like, if you look on w- Wikipedia, he actually goes and, like, gets his life together and has a family and everything. And it's just like... Oh, what? Yeah, I know. It's crazy how much detail. And I really appreciate that, how much thought and detail that they put into even, like, a character who gets, you know, 10 seconds of screen time. Yeah. So that's my answer what do you think what, 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 what would you recommend to people i'm gonna go a different route josh okay i'm gonna go with something that could be objectively not so good all right something that made everyone not enjoy but something that i really enjoy and i i really hope you would i think i think i think people would okay there's only a few people that i know that don't like this movie <laughs> and this movie is called the ringer there's not really a good way to put this I'm just going to try this. Okay. The Ringer is about a guy who pretends to be special and goes into the Special Olympics <laughs> to win it. <laughs> and it, it's so good. And it's, and it's uplifting, too. Before you think that I'm just like this yeah. terrible human being who has no respect <laughs> for anyone. It is. It's redemptive. And, and special people get a special place in this movie. That's cool. So if you're like a that. special someone. <laughs> Let me drop Big A into this conversation. There is a movie for you. <laughs> There's hope. There is hope. A new hope. Agatha. And it is the ringer. Ah, see what I did there? It is the ringer. Watch it. I want to hear you guys' thoughts on the ringer. Okay. Next. Next. Next topic. Next category. Unexpectedly good movie. Josh? I went through this phase in high school when I was first really falling in love with filmmaking and I got recommended a bunch of these like really like indie films that not a lot of people have heard of. And I really enjoyed a lot of them, but you know, they're so underrated because like nobody knows about them. Uh, and so like one of my favorite studios is A24. I think they put out really unique thought provoking work. It's really cool. Some of their stuff is pretty like obscure and I don't like like the Green Knight, I don't know if you saw that. I had such high expectations, I and I went and saw it, and I was like, "That was crap." There was like hardly any story here to follow. I don't know what your opinion was. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> Next podcast. But yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, so I think I actually just watched one recently. I don't know if this would be the most underrated movie, but I think it it would be because I don't know a lot of people that have seen it. A Ghost Story. Have you seen that? No, no, I've been wanting to. Though. So it's actually it was recently put on Netflix, and it's oh, it's on Netflix. Yeah, it's been on my watch list for a while, and so I saw it on Netflix and I watched it. But as it's very indie, it's very art, like an artsy film type of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very simple, but I there it's like really intensely emotional. And you have to watch it to know what I mean when I say that. Like I, at the end of the movie, I mean, I just bawled and I've never like 
cried after a movie like this but there's just something about it that just like tugs at your heartstrings and you're like oh my gosh um so yeah that i would probably say that i don't know what what do you think a ghost story yeah so definitely recommend it i actually don't know if this movie's underrated i think just the group of people i'm around right now don't think it's that good of a movie right which is really surprising to me i think and that movie is la la land what they don't like La La Land? I know. Yeah. Okay. So that's one. That's one thing. I think because I know it, it got a decent amount of awards. It didn't get Best Picture, and I know there was. It's all political. Uh, <laughs> all <up>. political. <laughs> Take that. You know. Hollywood. You know what? One Best Picture. Sorry. Let me go off for a second. Moonlight. Okay, go off. Moonlight won it. You know why? Because did you did you watch it? Huh. Moonlight. Did you did you watch Moonlight? I saw parts of it. I honestly didn't think it was. I mean. As, like as a film, I think it was it was decent, but I it should not have won Best Picture. I don't think, but it's all political, mm-hmm. right? Because it deals with race and sexual orientation. So of course it's going to win at the Academy. You know, like I don't know. I'm still a little bit bitter about that. If you can't tell, I watched those Oscars live, and I was so disappointed. But anyways, didn't they get a mix up for yeah La La Land? He announced it for <laughs> La La Land, and I was like, oh yeah, exactly. Like of course. And then he was like, oh wait, no, sorry, it's Moonlight. And I was like, are you kidding me? Rip. <laughs> I thought yeah, La La Land was. I mean, I, I can't, I can't give an opinion on Moonlight. Cause I haven't seen it. Right. But man, it's hard to think of a movie that could have beat La La Land. Yeah. I just I I so I did, I I saw La La Land two years ago with you. That was the first time I saw it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I avoided seeing it because I was like, dude, I'm not going to watch a movie about like people dancing and singing in L.A. This sounds yeah. stupid. That's what I thought, too. But it was so well done. I th- I, you know, I think the reason why people don't like it and why I mentioned it as my underrated movie is because of the ending. Mm. It's gotten a lot of critique is the ending. But I, not, not all stories have happy endings, people. Yeah. Sorry, not every movie is a Disney movie. And it's not even like, like that bad of an, like it's not that sad of an ending. Like yeah. they're both, like they're content in where they are now, and you that that little like smile acknowledgement at the end of the movie. Right. Okay. So real quick before we move on, Whiplash or La La Land? Oh, they're so similar yet they're so distinct. Right. I don't. It doesn't feel right comparing them. Yeah, I get that. Mm, what would you say? What would you say? I think for rewatchability. Like the one that I'm most likely gonna want to like rewatch over and over would be Whiplash, but mm-hmm. I would say La La is more impactful. Mm-hmm. And so if I had to pick mm-hmm. one, I think like if I could only watch one my whole life, I think I might pick. I'd probably pick La La Land. I think entertainment value, Whiplash, as a more complete movie, I'd say La La Land. Moving on, next topic. The last movie you cried to. So last last movie that I watched that made me cry was Manchester by the Sea. It was oh, the, by the same actor and the ghost story. Casey Affleck. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. I watched. It was the second time I saw it. I watched it mm, probably two or three weeks ago, and uh, it was at at the end when he's have when he like runs into spoiler alert. I haven't seen it. Okay, never mind. No, there's a no, there's like sorry, a really well acted conversation at the end. And you'll, yeah. Hmm. Okay. So, I don't know. What about you? I think it was Minari. Really? What part? Have you seen Minari? I have. Oh, dude. 
when she's walking away, the grandma. Oh yeah. After that event. Mm-hmm. Wink, I wink. Give it away. <laughs> wink, wink. Dude, that killed me. Yeah. Okay, this might get a, like a little deep and and spiritual, but when the kid says, "Grandma, this is your home's this way. You're 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 going the wrong way." Dude, I just thought about Jesus. Mm. And it's like we were walking the wrong way. He's like, dude, your home's this way. And right. I just, oh, dude, I just started bawling. I was in the middle. I was in the airplane on the way here to Sweden. Oh, no. And Chris and I were both bawling. And we were both just wrecks. And we were just like, yeah. And then Chris was like, you're so emotional. I said, you're so emotional. <laughs> and, oh, dude, it just got me, man. Dude, if there's a movie, anytime a movie, I, I see Jesus in the movie, oh, dude. Mm. it's like it, here comes the tears it hits you different it does man it's like oh dude our savior I feel so I think we've talked about this but I feel that exact same way about uh, at the end of Avatar The Last Airbender when Zuko is reunited with his uncle with Uncle Iroh and there's just that yeah. moment when he's like I thought like you know I failed you so many times and Uncle Iroh says something mm-hmm. you know like I've always loved you type of thing and like of course I'm here waiting oh, for you, dude. and and we're just like, oh no, <laughs> like that's us, <laughs> you know, like uh, oh my gosh, which is crazy because the filmmakers for Minari, I don't think, and Last Airbender, Brian and Michael, they're not believers, but they capture yeah. that so well. It's it's like crazy to me, but anyways, moving on, favorite animated movie, movie I think Spider Man. What's that? What's the full name of it? Oh, the Into the Spider-Verse? Yes, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Okay, that's a good one. I think, well, I'm thinking of, I'm also thinking like recent, because our, our next category is nostalgic, right. and I picked an animated movie for that. So something different than that. So I think Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. What about you? I want to say f- Frozen, uh... but at the same time, I can't ever mention Frozen without mentioning tangled because i think tangled ranks higher than frozen but frozen has like for whatever reason like a special place in my heart yeah so yeah both really good movies in my opinion yeah. tangled is so good <laughs> yeah i i kind of want a sequel someone called me flynn rider too and that i totally boosted my it. ego into it yeah. into it that yeah there you go it's not healthy, but I'll take it. I'll be the Pascal to your Flynn. <laughs> oh, stop. Yeah. <laughs> My little chameleon. <laughs> it hits deeper than Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, I think. It does. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm switching my answer. Cool. All right. So Tangled and then Tangled slash Frozen. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And the last category for all you movie bingers is... The most nostalgic movie for us. Yeah. What? Joshua, would you like to share? Oh, man. I haven't seen it in a long time, like years, but I I would probably say The Incredibles. Ooh. It's, it's probably going to be one of, you know, like a Disney or Pixar movie or something along yeah. those lines. Yeah. So I would probably say The Incredibles. I, I watched that a ton as a kid. And mm. I haven't seen it in a while, but even just thinking about it right now takes me back. <laughs> it takes me back. Or, you know, you could always throw Star Wars in there, too. Tim is too incredible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Anyways, That's what about you? Cool. Nostalgic <laughs> movie? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I'm just nerding out all over the floor. <laughs> Josh, stop. Sorry. We're sorry. in the middle of <laughs> Uh, Star Wars could be could be one of them. I remember going to the theaters with my dad and watching Episode Three when it came out. Ah, uh, my parents wouldn't let me because of the because oh. of the scene on Mustafar when Anakin's burned. Oh, they really? thought it'd be too much, and I'm so mad that uh, I didn't get to see that in theaters. It was it was pretty awesome. Yeah, I felt I felt like a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> that space fight scene was- over Coruscant in the beginning. Oh, that is like etched in my memory the first time i ever saw that i can remember i was just like holy cow this is insane i think i would say either toy story or bug's life you know what's funny though is as one of the most nostalgic movies for me used to be el dorado i i tried watching it on our hall i don't remember if you know if you remember this having movie night oh maybe it was actually the year before my junior year i don't remember but tried watching it out in the common room and we watched like five minutes of it and it was so boring because this is so kiddish right and there's nothing like i remember yeah. and i was like dude i'm not sure if i want to ruin any more of my <laughs> childhood movies so maybe that's why i haven't watched toy story right. five in a while but i don't know i feel like disney movies are usually objectively pretty good yeah lord of the rings also i know i, I was a little bit i was definitely older when i watched those right but still, like this, those feelings of nostalgia every time. Yeah, I can't them. believe that neither of us mentioned that because for me, Lord of the Rings is like right behind Star Wars as number two. Yeah, I think if I didn't pick the Ringer, <laughs> <laughs> right, it would be Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. But yeah. So we'll move on to our bonus. Which bonus we'll talk movie. Midsummer. I call it Midsummer. I think that's what the director said. I read an interview that that said that it's yeah. That's how you pronounce it in Swedish. Oh, really? Midsummer. Because I call it Midsummer, and people like look at me like I'm crazy, like Midsummer, and I'm like, no. (laughs) Yeah, the the A's in Swedish are ah ah. It's like an ah sound. Oh, sweet. Well, I'm Swedish. I didn't even know it. Like Hammargrin. Hammargrin. Say Hammergrin in Swedish. Nice. So what were your thoughts on the movie? Because we watched it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I remember it was on my watch list. And I like we at that point in the year, it was towards the end of the year. I like we both we knew you were going to Sweden. And so I was like, Tucker, yeah. of course, it's we like, have oh, to we watch, watch this, this to get like you need to watch this, this movie. Interesting piece on Swedish culture. Yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> it was not. Yeah, it's a very interesting movie. Quite Swedish culture. If you're going to watch it, yeah, watch think- it filtered. Yeah, on VidAngel or something. There, there are some parts. Unless in you're there. a freaking heathen. Yeah, yeah. We watched it. Filtered. Yeah, dude, there, it's it's wild. Yeah, it's one of those movies that your your jaw is dropped at the end of the movie, and you're just like, "What did I just watch?" So, Which doesn't mean it was a bad movie. No, it's it's just it's emotionally shocking. And as as far as so Ari Aster, I believe is his name, is the writer director of that and hereditary which hereditary is like i think widely agreed like that's a good movie you know like objectively people think like this is a great horror movie mm-hmm. whereas midsommar i feel like it's pretty split people either usually like it or they don't so mm-hmm. where would you fall in in that spectrum i think i liked it i don't know if i'd watch it again okay i wasn't like this was a waste of time. Worth watching once, yeah. 
And I don't know if I'd recommend it either. Okay. Because it's just like too weird, you think? or? Well, I just, I, I think there's better movies out there. Okay. Uh, as a Christian, I don't think it's particularly edifying. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, but I, as a as a movie, objectively, I think I, I think the the plot, the setup, the characters, the acting, all that combines together. Not bad. Right. I'll probably say three and a half to four stars. Okay. What would you say? So actually, I liked it. I thought it was a really. I think a lot of movies like that that are maybe a little more artsy they sort of get they have like these weird convoluted plots that you like get lost in the metaphor of what the director is trying to communicate and it just doesn't work that's how i feel about the the green knight where i just felt like it Mm -hmm. was like metaphor on metaphor on metaphor on metaphor and the director's not really communicating clearly to the audience what we you know like i'm i'm all i love movies like the lighthouse or midsummer where i like watch it and i'm like wow that was really good i think i know what happens i kind of want to read what the director said about it those are great mm-hmm. to me but like with the green knight mm-hmm. i didn't even care i was like i don't even what was the point of that i don't feel like the journey was worth you know the effort of trying to like going and looking up and figuring out what this means so with with midsummer i i did like it i it wouldn't be like one of my top movies i don't think but I think it was a really well-crafted movie. Like you were saying, you know, I mean, I think it has a really great score. You know, the cinematography I think is great. It's definitely weird, but understanding that it's a metaphor for a relationship, I think is mm-hmm. like really crucial in your enjoyment of the movie. But yeah, I liked it. I would recommend mm-hmm. it to people probably. But anyways, those are movie recommendations. If you uh, want any good quality movies, you know, so yeah, hmm. check it out if you want. We'll we got hot takes real quick. Yeah, we do. You want me to go first, or you want to go first? Uh, you can go. Okay. So Tucker, hot take. Choose your apocalypse. So imagine you're you have to face an apocalypse. You'll be alone. Oh boy. You have to try and survive. Choose it. What is it? Is it like a like fire burns the earth, or is it like a flood, or is it zombies, or is it aliens, or what do we got? I was thinking about nuclear fallout, but I was like, yeah, I feel like I don't want to be that many humans remaining. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably not. (laughs) Uh, Apocalypse meaning that the world's gonna end, or is ending in the process of ending. Uh, we'll say the world is like being purged so the world will continue on but like in the walking dead it's not like the earth is going to collapse and everybody will die eventually Mm. like you have a shot at still living because the earth will will continue it's just like you know 99 percent of people are going to be wiped out by some thing (laughs) something that i could do something about yeah yeah zombies okay I think I've played enough Call of Duty zombies. <laughs> You've done enough transit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Josh. All right. Would you rather be a midget or eight feet tall? Or eight feet tall? Yeah, eight feet tall. Oh, man. I don't know. I don't want to offend our giants or midgets out there. 
that are obviously listening to the show right now. It's okay. I already, I already, I already asked them. Oh, okay. <laughs> you already ran this by the, the midget community and the, the giant yeah, community. Yeah, ran it by our executive director right. <laughs> and our PR guy. He said it's okay. Um, I would probably, I'd probably be tall. Okay. But what about, what about all those ceilings that are like seven and a half feet? All right. But listen, if I'm eight feet tall, I can have a career in basketball. Well, I didn't say you're gifted at sports. Well, yeah, but like, if you're tall enough, you, you don't like have a to be. <laughs> Maybe. Wait, what am I supposed to do if I'm a midget? But you could, you could have a career in midget wrestling. <laughs> it's a real. That's a thing. Or you could be R two D two. Oh, well, I'm changing my answer. I will be yeah, the next R two D two midget yeah. actor have you seen the pictures of them taking the midget out of rtg <laughs> yeah. that's the same guy who plays willow isn't it have you seen willow no another that's movie willow. that's underrated i was thinking of willow smith oh no <laughs> it was like a documentary i was like she's a midget <laughs> yeah wait hold on no yeah i think it's the same actor i could be wrong anyways yeah okay yeah. i would be a midget i'd be short and he could be that dude in Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh yeah. Oh, what's his name? The only problem is that you you might not be able to go on roller coasters. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'll ride the kitty ones. <laughs> Dude, that's gotta be. I feel bad for. I wonder what it would be people like. That are short. Yeah, to live life as a a midget for a day. Kid size. Yeah. Like. Because the signs are, that's just humiliating. They should they should have more midget-friendly signs. That's true. Because, like, they're all kiddish. They're like, hey, if you're under four feet tall, you can't ride this right. Yeah. But you can go <laughs> you can go check out Dinosaur Land. We should advocate too for midget out. rights. That's what we got to start. That's the next movement. Why aren't there people that are advocating yeah, for this? Seriously. There's got to be a midget out there that's passionate about midget rights, right? <laughs> I don't know. Does he need a tall person to advocate for him? Oh my gosh. I will step in. I will gladly step in. Yeah. That's right. I'm all for midgets. (laughs) Yeah, I like to say I'm cultured. (laughs) Yeah. This is a midget-friendly environment. Midget-friendly podcast. This is a safe place for midgets. Send us your questions. We'll get you on the show. We want to hear your perspective on this topic. Only if you're a midget. Yeah. If you're not, then... Don't email us. You're not important. Yeah. Yeah. We don't care. Even though we're not midgets. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I feel like that that about wraps us up. We got yeah. some good movies for you guys to to watch and uh Yeah, let us know what you guys think of those movies. If you have any recommendations for movies that you think we should watch, shoot us an yeah, email. Yeah, I'll I'll forward. We need to watch more movies. Yeah, we will watch it and we'll talk about it. So until then, we will see you guys next time. Have a blessed week. <laughs>